Hi, this is David Yaz of the Boston Podcast Network. We hope you are staying safe, sound, and sane as this year continues to drag on and we do all that we have to do to get through this pandemic. Well, how about this? If you want to be on a Zoom call that isn't dreadfully boring, please join us for Zoomapalooza, an interactive adventure of fun, games, comedy, and who knows what else. Tickets are absolutely free or hire us for your next office or corporate event. Just visit pod617.com slash Zoom. That's pod617.com slash Zoom. Now enjoy the following production of pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. Are you ready? From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our city. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves, welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave, as the announcer guy just said. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Got a great guest for you today. This is cool because we're worried. Let's face it, folks. It's starting to turn cold. We're not going to be allowed to sit outside at our favorite restaurants anymore without some kind of supercharged heat lamp or setting our own hair on fire or something. And uh, we know where this is going. The pandemic's still here. But you know what? You can go outside. And how about the skiing thing, guys? Because... You can ski, right? You can go to the mountain. You can do all that kind of fun stuff you do up north. I have the president of Sunday River on the line with me in the virtual studio. His name's Dana Bull. And Dana, hey. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. My pleasure. My pleasure. So this is a weird time for all of us, but maybe an opportunity for you folks in the skiing industry and up at Sunday River. How, how do you view it? It's interesting. It's obviously a, a very sad time for the last six months for a lot of folks and, and a lot of businesses. One of the things that's a bit different about Maine is how far we are isolated away from everything. And the other part is the great outdoors. And, and there's an awful lot of it here to experience, which has given us a tremendous advantage for people being outside. Are you viewing business completely as usual this season? Is this no, stuff no. you got to do or what? Yeah. Not, not at all. We've changed a number of protocols. We have run a golf course this summer. We put a priority on running the golf course so that everybody could play golf, but scaled back some of the amenities like food and beverage or the pro shop just so that we could make sure we kept the golf course running at full capacities, which we did. People have enjoyed the hiking and biking around here as well, and, and boy, there certainly is a lot of it. Let me back up a minute, Dana. Sorry. You got, that's really good podcasting, Dave, to forget your question. I've got a ton of questions for you. How did you how did you get into this? How did you become the ski bum that you are? You'll pardon the expression. No, I don't pardon the expression. It was a ski bump thing that absolutely got me started. I was a four and a half year college kid, took that extra six months to graduate, and I ended up at Sugarloaf. And once you get into the ski industry, it's really hard to get out of it. So 32 years later, here I sat. I was at Sugarloaf for 16 years, and the rest of the time I've been right here at Sunday River. It's been a, a blessing and a great place to raise a family in the industry. So how far is Sunday River from the greater Boston area? What kind of ride, what kind of schlep are we talking about here? 
is not far an appropriate area <laughs> to answer. No, it, it's about a three and a half hour drive. I, I do understand a little bit about Boston traffic and what that does to things though. It's, it's the traffic is a little lighter these days. So we've got that going for us. Although I imagine a lot of people are going to be going up North. So I guess there are all, the, the only things that you'll be limited doing, you talked about a couple of the precautions you make, but I, I take it in the lodge is that's going to be different. I guess you, you, people will be wearing masks in the lodge, but are you restricted by any laws as to like what capacity you can have in there? That sort of thing. We are. So I think the the first thing to recognize is NSAA has worked with us, the National Ski Area Association, for guidelines for the outdoors and the indoors. And mass face coverings are definitively on the top of the list. The other thing we're going to prioritize is making sure that we get as many people skiing as we possibly can. And we don't want um, any of the ancillary or food and beverage operations or hotels to get in the way of that skiing. So we're going to be extra cautious with the number of people we allow into the base lodges. Some of that will be dictated by the state. And we are changing the base lodges from an undefined space really into restaurants. We're changing about allowing people to have bags. We're changing about numbers of peoples in rooms, and it's kind of a moving target at this point, but we've got a great team ready to tackle it all. Mm-hmm. Now, Sunday River used to be, you correct me if I'm wrong, a, a sleepier place than it is now. Tell me about, and have you been around for the growth of the mountain? So the growth really occurred 30 to 20 years ago, and Les Lawton took a mountain that was 50,000 skier visits and took it to 550,000 skier visits. We've increased that a bit, but the personality of the resort has definitively changed over the last 17 years that, that I've been around, and it is a great resort. The one consistent thing that Les started was it was always about the snow, and it still is, and it starts with, it's always about the snow at Sunday River. I'd say what the team here has done in the last 20 years is it's not only about the snow, but it's about everything else surrounding it and making sure we're doing a good job with that as well as being good community members. How would you describe the personality of Sunday River, if that's possible? Yeah, it's really inclusive. And we're a big place, right? We're 700 acres that we ski, we're eight mountain peaks. And there are different groups of folks. There are race families that come here. There are people that come here to ski on their own. There are folks that love to ski in the glades. There are folks that just buy houses up here to enjoy the the wonderful fall that we're experiencing right now. We have golf courses in the summer. So it's a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Our tagline is find your happy place. And And the reason we took that is because so many different people define it so many different ways. Mm -hmm. How about Frisbee golf? You ever think of adding Frisbee golf? We, we we have it. I will. I'll be honest you with you. Okay. It's rugged here. Um, you start at the top of the chandelier and make your way down. So mm. it's a it's an adventure. Uh, yeah, I did it with my girlfriend a couple of summers back. I don't believe we were at Sunday River. Next time, I'll I'll check out your course. I'm not like the pardon the pun the ultimate disc guy, but it seemed like a fun thing to do. And we got to the top of the mountain, and as I'm sure you guys do, they. You're provided with multiple desks, and they're not the super fancy, like uh, you know, ones you buy for twenty nine dollars. You know, they're they're smaller and 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 more. Let's see, they're they're more 
able to be sacrificed, which is good when you stink like me. Because I got up there, and you get like five out of the sack, and I take the first one. I just go to wing it, and the thing, my frisbee throws have terrible, um, you know, torque and tail or whatever, and and it just veered off, not just into the woods, but like really deep into the woods. So that was one of five that I had lost, and I think we put down a fifteen dollar deposit, and I just kind of nodded at the guy when I came down, and I was like, yeah, that. That those fifteen dollars are yours now. The best part, David, is you're outdoors, right? And no, that, exactly. That's, that's the best part about doing anything, whether it's disc golf or just a walk. It's amazing to be outside. Yeah. How do you personally spend most of the time during the season? Are you in your office? Are you out and about? Are you up and down the mountain? What do you do? Yeah, I wouldn't be doing my job if I was in my office all the time. I tend to ski early mornings. I tend to go up for an hour a day and uh, say hello to everybody. But then I move my way around the base lodges. There, It's a 24-7 operation here. It's a small city unto itself. So there's only so much you can get to. But I try to move around the resort. And uh, yeah, there's some things you deal with in the office. But the fun stuff is definitively outside. Mm-hmm. How often are you putting out fires? I imagine, I mean, there are things that arise. I mean, there are, you know, obviously I'm sure, I'm sure you're, you're very safety conscious. There are the, there's the occasional accident that happens on the mountain, but yeah, yeah tell me about the, that. The, the number one job is the safety and security of, of our team members and our guests. When you have 1400 team members, you have an awful lot to be proud of much of the time. Once in a while, as you can imagine, with a family of 1,400, you, you have some some things you need to work through. And uh, mm. that, that's a small piece of the day, but that's a tough piece of the day. Can you envision a moment where you decided was a, uh, I mean, you've been skiing your whole life, it sounds like, so I don't know if there's a moment or so, but um, something that exemplifies why you love spending so much time out there is it just kind of seeing the you know the joyous families making their way down the slopes or what or was there is there even moments you can remember where you said to yourself this is this is why i do this you know it's changed over time i'm now 55 years old the things that motivate me today um watching people grow in their jobs we have a person who was a lift attendant 15 years ago who's now a senior person in our lift operations department stories like that really mm-hmm. excite me i could tell you about wonderful days outdoors and watching the sunrise and skiing in 18 inches of powder uh, i could tell you about great shots on our golf course i could tell you about wonderful meetings with the guests but i cannot I can honestly say that I have never had one day that I wasn't excited to come to work in the whole time I've been in the ski industry. It's an amazing place to be. Yeah, you live the dream of many a skier. I'm not the greatest skier. I can make it down the mountain. And in fact, I revived my skiing career with a, I, I counted, I think there were there was a 30-year gap where I did not ski. But then my girlfriend really wanted to go skiing. She's a skier and she wanted to take her kids up. And so I said, all right, I'll... I'll I'll put them back on for you. And my biggest problem wasn't falling. I probably fell a couple times. I mean, I'm on the bunny slopes here. Okay, I, let's let's call a spade a spade. But but still, we're having fun. My biggest problem was getting back up after I had fallen. Like that that is that is hard for a man of my size and my age. And I'm sure there's a trick to it that I didn't learn. But you talked about the you know the community and the the moments that keep you going. I'll give you one example from my personal life, which is it's it's not apples to apples because it, it didn't happen during skiing, but it did happen at a ski resort 
or what you probably call a mini ski resort. There's a place called Boss, I think it's called Boss Gay out in Western Mass. Does that ring a bell? Okay. Anyway, well, so the, during the summer, they have like a ropes course and like an adventure course. I don't know if you guys have that at Sunday River. Do you have something similar or anything with we, the... We had zip lines. Zip lines. Uh, we okay. closed them this summer, but yes, we've done that in the past. Okay. So the reason I bring it up is because it was just kind of a, a, a cool moment where my son, who has autism, was probably about mm, 13 years old at the time, maybe 14 years old. And we took him up with the idea that his younger brother and some of the other kids we were with would do the ropes course, but that we weren't going to make Adrian do it because it's for a kid, you know, he's, he's kind of mid functioning. He's not really high functioning. He's not really low functioning, very, very happy kid, but we didn't think he would have the uh, courage to get up there because you're perfectly safe. You're in the harness and everything, but nevertheless, it's, it's daunting to be, you know, 30, 40 feet in the air or whatever and be on this ropes course. And he said he was going to do it. And sure enough, he just went out and I said, Adrian, it's your turn. And he just looked at me. Yes. And I could tell he was a little scared, but man, he did it. We got great pictures. And then my younger son, the daredevil, he was the one that ended up like tangled in this big rope net thing and cried, daddy, daddy. I'm like, all right, Griffin, I'll get over there. Come on. What you just described yeah. is why we're in this business. That's why I and the team are here. That that type of memory is exactly what we're shooting for and creating. And I'll never forget it. And so you, I take it you've seen uh, zillions of them in the past. It, you see an awful lot. And you telling one story brings back memories of other stories. It, it's just well, nonstop. Do you have business. one? Tell me one. Yeah, I, I have a friend who, who has a son who's challenged but loves to ski, and he's never been able to go up off the, the lower slopes. And his father, who is a big burly guy like I am, came in my office with tears in his eyes last year because his son got up to ski an intermediate slope, and he, and he told me it was a day he would never forget. And, and it's those types of pieces that, that, that make this job so much fun, knowing that you can help people and, and make their lives better. Yeah. And I guess it's because, well, first of all, it's, it's families doing something together, but is part of it also that there is a little bit of conquering fear involved. I, I remember the first time I went up to just an intermediate slope after thinking I had learned a thing or two and I could do my snowplow turns and I could get down, you know, I was getting, I was just cruising down those bunny slopes just fine. So I figured I'm ready. When I got to the top and I looked down, I was like, that's straight down. That looks straight down to me. So is that, is that part of it, the, that you see people conquering their fears? Yeah, I, I think that's definitively part of it. I, I, I think that just being outdoors in general is is sometimes scary for people that aren't used to it a lot. And anything we can do to help connect people to each other and the outdoors is amazing. Where do you stand on the big snowboarder versus uh, skier uh, rivalry that has endured since the dawn of time? No, I, 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 all <laughs> our guests. We love them all. So never, Whatever they put on their feet or don't put on their feet, we love them all. Is there any sort of rules of the road there? I, I just, I'm in the dark about that. But is there, I mean, the, the snowboarders and the skiers, they make their way down differently, but I take it they coexist friendly at Sunday River? They do. They do. There's always, I'm sure, small challenges. But as I told you at the start of this, it's a it's a very welcoming, inclusive place. Well, the website for Sunday River and all the info there is SundayRiver.com or SundayRiverRealEstate.com. But SundayRiver.com will get you there. I'm looking at it now. And anything your your customers should know, your visitors should know about 
you mentioned a couple of things already about things a little different this winter, but I take it you run the same kind of deal. They get on here, they, they make reservations, et cetera, et cetera. You got it. Yeah. You got it. And, and I'd ask folks uh, to take a look. We've got a couple of real estate projects right now. One of them is like many others in the Northeast. And then we've got a Merrill Hill real estate project that is that's something uh, to behold. It's very special here on top of a mountain within the resort. So we're recording this on a on a Friday. I'm looking at your website. It looks like a lovely 58 degrees and sunny up at Sunday River. So I need to ask the skier question. What are the conditions like? <laughs> yeah. so, so believe it or not, we made snow last week. Oh, all uh, right. Yeah. Tested our system. Yeah, no, we pushed it out and made snow. And one of the things Sunday River is known for is always getting going really early because our guests love to ski. So in 17 years I've been here, we've made Halloween, all but three of them. Okay. Uh, and uh, we're shooting for the same again this year. So Halloween is the line in the sand where you hope to, to open for business that day. Is that right? Or yeah, Absolutely. Okay. Yep. As soon as possible, whenever that is, but it's normally before Halloween. And then on Halloween, you get all the people in their gorilla suits skiing down the mountain, which is always cool. There's, <laughs> we do in, in other suits as well. <laughs> right. There's uh, a lot of masks this year, I'm sure. Well, I mean, if you're yeah. a skier, you get, I mean, let's face it, the pandemic is a terrible thing, but the skiers are a little more prepared than most. They've already got their masks, their goggles, and they like to be outside. So, hey, right? You, you Come on down to Sunday and, River. And that's what we're excited to uh, get people back outdoors this winter. Uh, we're going to do everything we can to make it as normal a ski winter as, as we're able. We're going to play a quick round of uh, good stuff where both Dana and I will recommend something good that you should check out in life, make your life a, l- a little happier these days. I, d- I just have to ask one question. There's a photo on the website of a skier coming down. A, it looks like a newly manicured sheet of snow, but there are these serrations sort of in the snow. It looks like somebody took a huge, I don't know, waffle iron and went down. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. What is that? Is that is that the, uh, the, do those lines be made by the... The, the grooming machines or yeah, they are oh wow. uh, those are our groomers you obviously aren't up early enough in the morning <laughs> to see our groomers handiwork but right. that's what they leave is that corduroy for every day what do you call it corduroy corduroy yeah. oh just like are the you pants. old enough to remember corduroy yes pants? yes i i am i'm just a couple years younger than than you dana yeah and i <laughs> and i went to to prep school and so we weren't allowed to wear jeans so corduroys were yeah i was about to ask what happened to corduroys but wherever they went it's probably for the best they (laughs) they were i mean they were warm but they weren't much to look at and then they also had this weird sensation like if you sat down on certain chairs because they were basically fur but anyway i prefer them much more on the uh, slopes at sunday river all right we as promised we will play a round of uh, good stuff before we do that i'll take a quick minute just to remind you what we do here at the boston podcast network pod 617 com is where you go if you're interested in starting your own show that's what we do here we produce podcasts from start to finish you've got a business to promote you've got some services to promote you want to invite guests on your show they'll be amazed it's a great way to reach out and actually market for your clients and prospective clients and by the way it's a lot of fun we do the whole thing remotely studios are open here in westwood mass but most people still doing it remotely given eh, you know so get in touch with us pod617.com the boston podcast network in pod we trust let's play good stuff that's the good stuff All right. 
Dana, do you have something other than Sunday River itself? Do you have something to recommend to our listeners that might brighten their day? So I just put down a really good book. It's a business book, but it's a really interesting one. And it's Simon Sinek, The Infinite Game. And I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So, And what is, what is it all about? Uh, talking about business and looking at it very differently, accepting your worthy competitors, but making sure that every decision you make in business is for uh, infinity or for the long term and not just the short term. Talks about taking care of team members and servant leadership, which is something we're really into at Sunday River. So it backed up everything we've learned about it. Cool. Excellent recommendation. I love it when my guests recommend a book because I'm not cultured enough to read books. I read, I read the, I read, I mean, I read the occasional book, but I, I end up watching a lot of television. I'll recommend uh, this. This will be a, a twisted segue or, or an awkward segue, but I'm looking at the pictures of Sunday River up in this remote parts of uh, Maine. There's a show out now that's about uh, a town in a remote location in somewhere. I don't know, but it's called uh, Ratchet. And it's actually, so this is a horror, this is like a horror movie uh, TV series or whatever, but it's based on the character in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, the classic Jack Nicholson movie. There's this evil, Dana, you've seen that, I take it. I I have, absolutely. Nicholson with the amazing performance as the perhaps not even mentally disturbed patient but he's in the mental hospital and encounters this sort of sadistic and cruel nurse named nurse ratchet she's infamous in movie history so they did this is this is the backstory of her it stars actress uh, sarah paulson she's excellent and just a lot and a lot of creepy things going up in this remote town in this this mental hospital where she works and so if you want a little bit of a good scare, a little bit of creepiness, there's a little bit of gore in there. So I warn you people, but it's on Netflix. It's called Ratchet. So I'll give that the uh, the thumbs up. So, you know, you can you can watch uh, Netflix at your lodge on Sunday River and, you know, get a good scare in and then uh, wake up early in the morning and um, get out and hit those corduroys. And put on and put on the corduroys for a little extra more. Dana, I hope you, <laughs> again, it's SundayRiver.com. And Dana, you've been an excellent sport. I hope you had a good time. I did, and thanks for your time. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you, Dana. And if you like this podcast, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. On behalf of Dana and everyone at Sunday River, again, sundayriver.com. My name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Enjoy the day, everybody. Let's go skiing. Let's go. How do I know?